Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of yourself. Let's get this money. Hey, boo, hey, happy Tuesday or whatever day. Listen, this is on. So I am in the bed with King. He is sleeping. Um, hopefully he stays asleep for the whole episode, but it's close to time to wake up. So I think he's going to pop up in a second. So we're going to make this quick. Um, I just wanted to share and just kind of speak from the heart a little bit about why you may be struggling to be consistent in your business and how to overcome this. So consistency is that thing. It's that word that everyone always throws around. Um, and truthfully, it makes me cringe. I'm sure it makes you cringe at this point to just hear people always put the statement of like consistency is key or consistency is how they grew their business or whatever. It's like, yo, give me like something tangible. I do not want to hear about consistency. But the truth is that consistency is the key and consistency is the thing that helps you win in business. And again, it's not glamorous. It's not sexy. It's not fun. I personally, I actually personally try to even not give the advice of consistency because it can sometimes seem like a slap in the face, especially when you're like, busy and have things to, um, you know, you have things to do and you're like overwhelmed maybe with like your day-to-day life and stuff. It can be hard to hear someone say like, oh, I was just consistent and I blew up or whatever, even though it's the truth, right? Consistency. I've talked about this before about how like people, the people that win are the ones that are consistent. They're the ones that constantly show up even when they're tired, even when they're overwhelmed. Um, you know, it, it may require bulk creating or whatever, right? We've talked about this at length, but I want to talk about maybe a couple of reasons why you're struggling to be consistent in your business. And I want to say these aren't the only two reasons, but these are the two reasons that I want to talk about today and how to overcome them. So one reason why you may be struggling to be consistent is that you don't truly believe in what you're doing. I'm going to say that again. You don't truly believe in what you're doing, and that's why you're struggling to be consistent. This one can be hard to admit, and that's why I decided to talk about this today. It can be hard to admit that you don't believe in what you're doing. But when you don't believe in what you're doing, if you don't believe that what you're doing is adding value or that what you do is a need, you won't be consistent because you're going to be constantly discouraged or experiencing imposter syndrome. I hope you understand what I'm saying with this. But a lot of times I talk to business owners and it's your beliefs, right? It's your beliefs about what you can do that's paralyzing you from actually taking any action. And without action, you can't be consistent. So if you don't believe in what you offer, if you don't believe that you can help someone get a result or that you can actually transform someone's life or change someone's business or add value to their business or whatever, right? If you don't believe in the promise that you're delivering to people, then you're not going to be consistent. You're going to always be looking at what everybody else is doing and you're going to have that paralysis. You know, you're going to have that imposter syndrome where you're sitting there and you're like, oh man, like. I, I don't, I'm not sure I can do this. And that's going to keep you from taking action and being consistent because when we start looking at other people, that's when 
you know, like imposter imposter syndrome comes in, right? Like you're looking at everybody else and then you're doubting that you can actually do it. So if you don't truly believe in what you're doing, if you don't truly believe that you can help people or that you can change someone's life, or if you don't truly believe in the result or the transformation that you're providing, right? So a lot of times we say like, oh, I can help you do this. But if you don't really believe that, you're not going to consistently show up and give that message. Now, I'm not talking about when you're tired, right? When you need a break, when you are, you know, busy in your personal life or you just had a baby or something. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when you truly don't believe in the value and the transformation that you're offering. When you don't believe that you can't show up consistently because you're going to feel like a fraud. You're going to feel like, who am I to do this? And it's so easy to say, girl, you're qualified. You're this, you're that. But if you don't believe it, it doesn't matter, right? If there, if you don't have evidence that you can actually help people and serve people, it doesn't matter. And so what I want to say to help you overcome this, overcome not believing that you can do what you say you can do is to get evidence, collect evidence, you know, look at your client roster and look at what you've done for them. Look at your, if you don't have clients currently, look at your past experience. Maybe you've done certain things in a job, right? That counts, that counts as experience. That counts as someone that you've helped and someone that you've, you know, someone's life that you've changed, even though it's not necessarily in your business, it still counts, right? We can't discount, we can't discount our prior experiences, right? Those help us with with our businesses. Um, But really taking a step back to look for the evidence, look for the truth. And the truth is that you probably have helped several people, tons of people get a result. And it's time for you to start really believing that you can actually do what you say you can do, that you can actually help the people that you say you can help. And maybe, just maybe, you need to change your program promise. You need to change the transformation. So I remember when I was starting my business, a lot of people in the online space were talking about how they could help you hit a certain dollar amount. And one thing I realized for myself is that it did not feel good. And I didn't really believe that I could help someone get a very specific dollar amount. But I knew that I could help people get clarity. I knew I could help people shift their beliefs. I knew I could help people create a plan and put strategies in place to execute it. So I shifted my messaging to speak to those things versus saying, oh, I could help you make 10K a month, right? First off, making 10K a month, yes, like that's that's a goal for some people, but there are so many other issues and underlying things that happen with that, that it's not even fair to market to 10K a month. Um, but second off, like what if someone wants to make 7K and 10K just seems like super far-fetched? You know what I'm saying? So now I'm like closing myself off to people that I could actually be serving and serve well because I'm just making up this random transformation. So maybe, just maybe, if you're really stuck on your belief about what you can do, change what it is that you're promising and actually be clear and true to yourself. What is the thing that you're, what is the result that you're actually getting people And when you focus there, you'll be able to see and you'll gain that confidence and that belief to actually be consistent with it, right? So um, I have a a client who is a copywriter and she could say that like, I mean, she she honestly could say that she helps you um, sign and and like, you know, with her, through her copy, like high 
ticket clients. Like she could really say that, but she doesn't. What she does is she says that I can simplify your marketing message. I can simplify your messaging so that you can convert clients. She doesn't even go the whole high ticket route. She just says, I'm simplifying your messaging so that you can so that you can convert and sign clients. Oh my gosh, so freaking powerful because that's what people need help with. People need help with clearing up their message, simplifying their message, and signing clients. And she could, like, <laughs> I've seen her work. I know her work. She could definitely say that, you know, she's going to help you sign high-ticket clients. You know, she's a conversion copyright. She could do all this big stuff, but she doesn't. She really is clear on her program promise, her transformation, and she believes in it because it's true, because there's evidence, right? And it's such a tangible program promise that it's not overwhelming for her to be consistent and talk about it because she knows that this is what she does in her sleep. So that's one of the reasons you may be struggling with consistency is that you simply don't believe in what you're doing. And maybe you're promising more, right? You're biting off more than you can chew in your program promise. And it's unbelievable, right? It's unbelievable even to you. So you you have a hard time showing up with that consistency. The other reason why you, why you may be struggling with consistency is that you don't enjoy what you're doing. Another hard one, right? You don't enjoy what you're doing. If you don't enjoy what you're doing, this happens more often than not, right? And if you don't enjoy what you're doing, you're going to reach a level of burnout and you're just not going to feel lit up by what you do, right? And once you get to that point, it's hard to be consistent. It's hard to be consistent when you're burnt out. It's hard to be consistent when you're not excited about what you're doing. And when you get to this point, (laughs) when you get to this point, you're just not going to be consistent because it just feel everything's going to feel heavy. I, I can't even think of a better way to describe like not enjoying what you do, but everything's going to feel heavy and overwhelming. And so you're just not going to do anything. And that's another really bad spot to be in where you're just like so overwhelmed that you're like, you know what, bump this. This can happen a lot when you're overworked by your clients, when you're feeling like taxed or stressed out by your clients. Um, which is why it's really important to be discerning about like your offers and who you're working with. So enjoyment, fulfillment in business, it plays a huge role in your level of consistency. When you are feeling excited and when you enjoy and you believe in your business, you're going to show up more consistently than if you are overworked, um, stressed out, you know, you have a lot of client work going on or your clients are acting a fool, right? When all that stuff is happening, you're less likely to be consistent in your business or consistent in your marketing efforts because, or or your sales efforts for that matter, you're not going to be as consistent because you are literally stressed. You're literally burnt out. And that's not a good place to be in, right? That's not a good headspace to be in. I know a lot of like creators and entrepreneurs last year who experienced severe burnout. And I think it's because um, 2020, you know, like, Everybody used that as like a great awakening in business. And so everybody was like hustling really hard. And then 2021 came and it wasn't sustainable, right? You couldn't sustain that energy of all the work that you put in in 2020. Um, Or people were like creating businesses and starting, um, you know, creating offers and stuff like that, that really weren't aligned, but they were just trying to get the money. Um, And maybe you didn't initially feel like you were just doing a money grab, but in 2021, that's when you realized that like, the money wasn't worth the energy or the effort. And so then you don't enjoy what you're doing, right? Um, 
a lot of times, and I, and I will say I experienced this for a while in my business where I would bring on or I would take on a client that they just weren't a good fit, but because they were paying me my highest package, I stuck with it. Or on the other end, I would have people who were paying my lowest package, but because they were loyal to me, I would stick with them, but they were super stressful and super toxic. And it's like, it makes you not enjoy what you're doing. And then you can't show up and consistently promote because you're just so overworked and burnt out in your business. So these are the two main reasons that I find people struggle with consistency. They don't believe in in what they're doing and you don't enjoy what you're doing or you don't enjoy your business anymore. So how you can overcome these is by, um, or sorry, sorry, what I want to say is you can overcome this um, or you can keep yourself from getting to this point, which sometimes it's hard to avoid burnout. I will say that sometimes burnout, it like creeps up on you, but you can overcome it or you can like kind of prevent yourself from getting to this point by taking more breaks, vacations, or time off. Um, I am a huge like stickler for Saturdays are my day off. Um, Fridays, actually, I try to sneak in Fridays too, um, or I'll do like a half day on Fridays, but I'm really intentional about time off. And this year I'm actually being intentional about like vacations. Um, But a lot of times we start these businesses and we never take time off or a day off. Um, This past Christmas, I had to tell my team not to work. And one of my team members was working anyway. And I had to tell her, hey, go work on another client. But I don't want you working on my stuff. And, you know, like I had to set that that um, that precedent or that standard because I understand how easy it is to want to work all the time or to want to catch up on work whenever you can or whatever like that. But it's so important to take a break, to give yourself some time off so that you can recharge. Because if you don't, you will start to resent your business. You will not enjoy your business because it's going to, it's going to literally like, I don't like the whole, I didn't want to work nine to five. So now I'm working 24 seven or whatever. So, you know, I created this and now I'm working 24 seven. I hate that message. I hate that message so much because I don't believe that as a CEO, I should be working 24 seven. No, like for what? For what? There is nothing that important. There's nothing that pressing that I need to be working 24 seven. And if you really want to enjoy your business, enjoy your life, enjoy anything, you have to give yourself that freedom to take a break and take vacations. Um, another thing you can do to overcome this or to keep yourself from, from getting to this point is to pivot. Pivot, pivot, pivot. Okay, so this goes to not believing in what you're doing. So if you don't believe in what you're doing, you may need to pivot your messaging, right? You need you may need to pivot your program promise so that you can have true belief and have evidence of what it is that you do. So like I said, I could say that I could help you hit 10K months, but why? Why would I say that when there are so many other more tangible things that I know I can say I can help you with? And with confidence, you will get that result. You know, because one thing I will say is I really kind of hate the whole six figure, you know, I can help you reach six figure. I can help you reach 10K. I hate that messaging because at the end of the day, it's like, yes, while you could help me with this, I may not actually get this result in the time working with you. And so then it becomes a a whole situation of, did I get what was promised? Um, And again, and, and there's so many ways this could play out because on one end, I have to take ownership of my own results. But if you're promising me something, it's a whole different story, right? And so if you don't believe in in what you're promising people, 
then it's time to pivot that message, okay? Instead of promising what everybody else is promising, promise what you know you can actually deliver. And and when you do that, you're going to believe it, right? You're going to believe it because you'll know it to be true. And now you can be consistent in your messaging, consistent in your in showing up, consistent in you know, your marketing and your sales strategies, you can be consistent because you know that you're telling the truth and you know that you can actually provide or um, help people with that transformation. Another thing you can do to overcome, you know, these two things is to set boundaries with your clients around how to engage with you and how to work with you. So this goes to the point of like not enjoying what you're doing and getting kind of burnt out by your clients and stuff. A lot of times, um, and boundaries, boundary setting can be so tricky because sometimes you don't realize something needs to be a boundary until it gets crossed. And I want to encourage you and and just let you know that you can, you can set boundaries at any time, even after the fact, it's just going to take a conversation. And so it's important that on the onset, like at, at the beginning of working with someone or at the beginning of a coaching relationship, a coaching container, or at the beginner, be, beginning of providing a service for people or whatever, set the expectation and the boundaries up front, right? Set as many as you can, think of as many as possible up front. So like I'm very clear on what my office hours are. I'm very clear on response times. Um, I'm very clear on how to communicate with me, like what platform you can communicate with me on. I'm very clear about those boundaries up front. Um, I'm very clear about like when I take vacations, when I, um, you know, when I do anything, I'm very clear on what those boundaries are. And you want to be upfront with your clients about that. But if there's ever an opportunity or a time when a, a boundary gets crossed that maybe you didn't mention before, it's important that you are transparent and you either hop on a call. Oh, actually, I always recommend hopping on a call when it's a new boundary being set. Hop on a call and just be really transparent and honest about the boundary that you're setting. Um, and then send a follow-up email that just confirms that we you have the conversation about that boundary. But it's important that we set boundaries because it can it'll keep you from getting to that burnout point, right? It'll keep you from getting to the point where now you don't enjoy your business, which causes you to not show up and be consistent. And I want to say another point with consistency. Consistency is not just about posting on social media or writing a blog post or anything like that. Consistency could also be like the the level of service that you're providing to your clients. Because when you're burnt out with a client, it really does affect the work that you do for them. So like as a photographer, um, I had like some some pretty rough brides that I used to work with. And because of that, I truly feel like it affected the delivery that I was able to give them. It affected the timeline of when I was able to get them back their images or it affected like how the wedding day actually went because I was burnt out by the client because of lack of boundaries. So consistency isn't just about like, oh, showing up on social media. It's also about consistency in the client experience or the user experience. And I think a lot of people don't talk about that other side of consistency where it's not just about posting on social media, but it's also about providing and delivering that service or that experience. So that's why setting boundaries with your clients um, around how to engage with you, but also how to work with you, that's super important because without those boundaries, without those expectations, you won't be able to consistently give that high level of service as you would if you did set the boundaries, right? Um, The last thing you can do to overcome 
um, these two things is to work on personal development weekly, if not daily. So um, mindset is one of those things that a lot of business owners really sleep on. Um, Even I have slept on mindset and personal development. But one thing I will say is that when you work on personal development, um, when when you do the mindset work, it really helps you overcome you know, a lack of belief or helps you overcome, you know, um, burnout or not feeling enjoyment or fulfillment in your business. Um, personal development really challenges you and pushes you to be the best version of yourself and to, um, have that, uh, what what do you say? Like out of body perspective so that you can really, um, figure out what the true issue is that you're having when it comes to being consistent or just any issues that come up in your business, right? And one thing that I've learned in the last year or so is that when I prioritize mindset and personal development, I'm way more consistent in all areas of my business. I'm consistent in making decisions. I'm consistent in dealing with my team. I'm consistent in, um, you know, the the quality and uh, experience of my clients. And I'm even consistent in like, my marketing efforts and my sales efforts. I'm just more consistent when I am focusing on personal development. And I truly believe it's because I'm constantly and consistently feeding my mind positive messages, but also challenging my mind to um, just overcome any kind of like beliefs or obstacles that are coming up for me. So I find when I don't focus on personal development, um, it's really easy for me to like fall into, you know, uh, self-pity or to just give up or whatever because I'm just in this this funk or in this mood. But personal development really kind of pulls me out of that and just challenges me to be a problem solver and to be um, a go-getter and to be more motivated and to think outside of, think outside the box, you know, and to be creative and all this kind of stuff. And so I will say like to help you overcome, you know, your beliefs or not enjoying your business to help you overcome that personal development is going to be something that's really key or doing some sort of mindset work like journaling. That's going to be really key in helping you overcome those things because it really allows you to be more of an observer um, and to just kind of get that outside perspective to encourage you to get back in the game and to be more consistent and to show up for yourself. Um, So yeah, these are the two reasons I have noticed lately that people are struggling to be consistent in their business. Again, like I said, there are so many other reasons that there could be, um, but these are like the more common ones. Um, and I will say that, you know, a lot of times we're not consistent because we're tired. You know, like sometimes you just need a nap or you need, you know, you need a break. And that's why one of the things that I said you could do to overcome it is to take that break. Um, and when I say take a break, it's like sometimes that break just means taking a nap, like just means, closing your eyes, closing your computer, and just not worrying about it. And I feel like we don't talk about that enough um, until you're at that point of burnout. And we have to be more proactive about prioritizing rest, prioritizing a little bit more ease. I'm not saying that it's going to be easy to build a business, but just prioritizing making things easier for ourselves. Um, And that may mean not working with a certain type of person, right? Being being very clear around your boundaries, being very clear around, you know, how you deliver 
um, a service or offer or whatever, right? So being very clear about those things that you don't find yourself in a position where you're feeling burnt out, um, being really clear about what it is that you provide, what the transformation is, and not just picking things that sound good, um, but really picking things that you believe in because you you have evidence that it's true and that you have done it. So yeah, hope this was able to help you today. Um, I would love to chat about this in the DMs um, because I feel like this is one of the ones that we can just have like a ton of conversation about and it could just go on forever. And I honestly had like a lot of ideas for this episode and I was like, you know what, Kay, like let's just dial it back. I can always do another episode later where I like dig more into this. Um, but I'm just curious to know, what are your thoughts? Like, why do you think that you are struggling with being consistent in your business in the times that you have? Maybe you're being, you know, maybe you're really consistent right now, but you do have cycles where you're not consistent because that's me. I, I'm one of those people that I have cycles when I'm not consistent and my key, like the key reason for me is that I don't enjoy what I'm doing. Um, usually something has happened. Usually a boundary has been crossed or um, I've allowed myself to get burnt out or I have like, uh, you know, just taken on like the wrong types of clients or whatever. Like I've done something and now I no longer enjoy what I'm doing. And then it just affects my level of consistency across the board, whether it's with me showing up online or, you know, showing up in my marketing or just how I show up for my clients. Like the consistency is just completely off. So I'm one of those people that, you know, and I, I feel like everybody kind of experiences like cycles where you're consistent and then you're not consistent, you're not. So I would love to know when you're not consistent, what do you think your biggest struggle is? And let's talk about it. All right. Thanks for hanging out with me, boo. And until next time, I will talk to you later, darlings. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. Until next time, let's get this money.